Hello, everybody. I'm Flood the Drummer. Thanks for being tuned into the Drumming for Justice podcast. It's Wednesday, May 30th. And one of the big stories dominating the internet is that of Roseanne Barr, the actress who lost her job at ABC on Tuesday after she tweeted, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals Valerie Jarrett. Miss Jarrett was a top aide to former President Barack Obama. ABC wasted no time axing Roseanne, the hit show that was garnering nearly 20 million viewers, and even some of her reruns have been pulled. Joining me to discuss this story is shock jock Ike Raw, who was a big fan of Roseanne. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Drumming for Justice podcast, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me once again. So, man, let's jump right into it. When I saw the story about Roseanne getting fired from uh, ABC for uh, equating Valerie Jarrett to being the child of uh, um, the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes, the first person I thought about was you because you would always talk about how big of a fan of this show you were. So, like, just your initial reaction before we dive into the politics of it all, your initial reaction to what she said and how swiftly ABC came down with, with consequences. Well, I mean, my initial reaction to what she said, like, I mean, you know me, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, I, didn't, I looked at it, it wasn't that serious to me, what she said. Now, breaking it down, you know, going deeper into, you know, just hearing other people outrage about it, because it's like I told you, I didn't even know what she said to you. sent me the information. I didn't even know she said nothing. So you just I didn't knew know. she had gotten fired. No, I didn't know she got, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I knew she got fired, but I didn't know what she said. I seen everybody saying, you know, to cancel the show. But when I seen what she said, and I'm like, well, she said that. And then she said, I'm like, so, I mean, what's the big deal? Like, I, you know what I mean? But I think because she used Muslim, when she say Muslim, and then she say ape, you know, anytime a white person uses ape, monkey, trying to describe or make fun or anything with a black person is always going to end back. And this climate right now, 2018, when you use it. Not just in 2018, in any climate. <laughs> when you compare black people to monkeys and apes, it's inappropriate. No, no, I'm talking about the Muslim part. I'm talking about, I was done with the ape part. I'm talking about that's, that, any, any climate, 2008, 2000, whatever. But I'm talking about in this climate, 2018, when you say Muslim, when you everybody in Tannis get raised. When you say something about Islam. Now, you're comparing, when she say a Muslim, if a Muslim had a baby with the planet of the apes, it would be, you know, Miss Jerry. Right. Right. Now, some people might have thought it was funny. Some people like, oh, my goodness, how could you say something like that? You know, me, I didn't think like, hey, uh, it's a joke, whatever, whatever. I heard worse. We've all heard, heard worse. But we're not talking about what else we heard. We're talking about what she said. So do you agree that it was out of line? She shouldn't have said it. No, nah, I don't think it was out of line. No, nah, I don't think it was out of line. What the fuck? I mean, I don't even know how to go forward with this conversation with you. I mean, what do you mean you don't think it's out of line? She compared a well-educated black woman who served her country to being the child of an ape. How is that not out of line? She's not on TV. She wasn't, she wasn't, that wasn't a script. This was her just tweeting out shit. You know, Valerie Jarrett didn't say anything to her. She didn't provoke her. This was an unprovoked racist attack. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not like they were going back and forth. She put it out there. She said it. I mean, look. I mean, she didn't. It's worst. It's worst thing she could have said at the end of the day. I'm not here to. Right. I'm not here to defend Roseanne. I'm not here to. Well, what I'm saying is me, my personal opinion. I'm saying, I'm not saying that I wouldn't have fired her either. But what I'm saying is, I don't think like I'm saying. You know, it wasn't like she called her. She could have called her worse. That's all I'm saying. No, I mean, I, I don't know what worse you can call a black person than, other than comparing them to a monkey. I mean, that's almost as, as bad as it gets. You saw <laughs> the outrage when H&M had the coolest monkey in the jungle shirt on the black kid. Uh, it's, it's no surprise that this turned out the way it did. It's always going to end bad. It's always going to end bad. And it should end bad when you uh, unsolicited, uh, you know, find a target and then just express unnecessary vitriol and racism. Uh, there was nothing that, that warranted that response from Roseanne. It was well, inappropriate. Well, here's what, here's what I'm going to say now. You know, hey, let's keep it real. Looking at the woman, she kind of favors, you know, if you would look at her, you say, hey, I can see what she want with that. But at the end of the day, should oh, she have said on, it? Man. No, I mean, look. That's ridiculous. Should she have said it? I mean, like, come on, Flood. Wait, wait, That's I, I, a simple I, question I'm asking you. Should she have said it? Yes or no? 
No, I don't see why not. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. understand your. I don't understand your your realm of thinking. Don't. Why? Why is it not okay? Why is it? Why is it okay for you that a white woman could call a black woman the child of an ape? Why is that okay? Flood, I'm going to say this one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying it's not that bad. I'm thinking it's the worst thing she could have called her. But I you're not willing that. to condemn it. I can condemn it for what? Say, oh, she's a bad person. She got. I'm, like, no, like, I'm not. What do you want me Rose to do? I'm not saying Roseanne's a bad person, but I want to hear you say that that was inappropriate. Inappropriate for what? When you say inappropriate, here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying, right? When you when we say inappropriate, she, she had said it, right? This is when you're talking about the person, you're talking about Roseanne, you're talking about the things she said, just like when people say President Trump, the things he tweets and what he says, whatever. Now he's the president. Now, you know, when people say, Well, should the president be tweeting this? When you say is it inappropriate, she's Roseanne. She's a sitcom, uh, whatever you want to call her, uh, actress or whatever. So for her to tweet, she's tweeting whatever she wants to tweet, she's gonna take the backlash, like she said. If somebody could think it's inappropriate at the time for her to not say whatever she wanted to say against anybody. I mean, she even said it's inappropriate. I don't understand why it's like pulling teeth to get you to say that this was not the right thing to do when the person who said it even apologizes and, and, and said that it was an inappropriate thing. Well, people always apologize. After the fuck, are you serious? Come on, I don't care about people apologizing. After the fact, those apologies don't mean anything. Let me just read for the for the record. Her tweet came, the apology came on May 29th. Yesterday was the same day she did the tweet and lost her job. She said, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. All I'm asking is, can you agree that the joke was in bad taste and she shouldn't have said it? No, I can't agree because, like I said, at the end of the day, I could see where she was going with it, man. To me, like, I mean, she was going with it. If you look at the flood, if you look at the woman, like, I mean, this is nonsense. What this do you mean is, this is nonsense? nonsense? What do you mean this, this is not? You are you are validating in some way this ridiculous joke where she says this woman is a child of an ape simply because you think she looks like an ape. You asked me a question, I'm answering the question. You now, honestly I, think she looks like a monkey? A little bit. I mean, you can see the resemblance. You can kind of see the resemblance. If you if you look at the woman, if you look at it like I don't know what kind of picture it was yesterday, but when I seen the picture, I see what, what the first thing you probably think about, I see what she's going with it. But at the end of the day, you know. Maybe she shouldn't have said, you know, you know, having, you know, Muslim with it. And I think that's what it was. I think it if she never... It was Muslim, trust me. It was the I'm, monkey. I'm trying to tell you, man. It, it, it was both. It was both. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, she wouldn't have put... Because everybody keeps saying it's racist, it's racist. Like, what's racist about it? That's what you think. You got people, like, and this is what got me yesterday. Wait, yeah, slow but, down, slow down, stop. What do you mean what's racist about it? Comparing black people to monkeys has been a long... Uh, long racist trope in this country. It's something that people have done and printed that they did about Barack Obama, that they did about Michelle Obama, that they have done throughout history as a means to be racist. I mean, well, that's just historical fact at that point. But this is what I'm saying. Looking at the woman that she talked about, what she said, I can see where she was kind of going with the joke. Like, let's be I'm being real with you. It's, it's a lot of people out there understand what I'm saying. Understand what no, she's nobody saying. understands what she's yes, saying. Do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Stop trying to I can, off, I, can, I can vibe with you if you were saying, well, you know, she has the right to freedom of speech. You said, But for you to justify that she can say this simply because you think Valerie Jarrett kind of looks like an ape. That's that's I don't know that to me that's even almost more offensive than what Roseanne said. How? Because you're you're this, first of all I think Valerie Jarrett is a beautiful woman. You don't have to agree. That's fine. But to say that she looks like an ape and I can see where Roseanne was going with this com with that joke. I mean, I, you can't. You really believe this? Let's 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 do this. Let's poll. Me and you. We can hit the streets tomorrow. Me and you. We can poll. Let's poll ten people. Show them a picture of the woman and tell them to give us their honest answer. And I guarantee you, 10 of those people, all 10 won't say, no, I don't see the resemblance. Well, we'll get them to respond to the podcast. Of course, if they're on Anchor, they can voice message and leave a comment or they can leave a comment on iTunes or on Facebook. I want to I want to move past this because I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> I pissed flood off on, on Drummer for Justice. <laughs> I pissed flood off on Drummer for Justice. The people who do agree. Uh, that this is um, out of line. It was inappropriate. Uh, MSNBC's Joe Scalsboro 
uh, at Joe NBC on Tuesday. He tweeted, hey, ABC, Roseanne Barr compared Valerie Jarrett to an eight. There is no apology she can make that justifies ABC turning a blind eye to this bigotry by airing another second of her show. Even in the age of Trump, there are red lines that could never be crossed. This is one. That was a tweet that came shortly before ABC actually sent down the axe. Um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel at Jimmy Kimmel says what Roseanne said is indefensible, but angrily attacking a woman who is obviously not well does no good for anyone. Please take a breath and remember that mental health issues are real. The Roseanne I know could probably use some compassion and help right now. Uh, Roseanne came out today on Wednesday saying, I'm not a racist. I never was. I never will. She blamed the tweet, or at least partially, by saying she was on Ambient when she did that tweet. Uh, Ambient, of course, is a sleeping pill. The maker of that drug, uh, Sanofi, has responded with a statement saying, while all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of any Sonifi medication. Ike, when she apologized, when Roseanne Barr apologized for first making the joke, shouldn't she have left it at that? Then she says, I'm leaving Twitter. Then she comes back to Twitter and blames the tweet on a sleeping drug. I mean, I almost know what you're going to say, but is she making it worse? <laughs> wait, wait, is she giving the story wait, 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 Hold on, wait, wait, what do you mean you know what I'm going to say? I kind of know what you're going to say. Based on what you have said thus far, I have a sensible idea, context clues, of what you're getting ready to say. Listen, this is what you got to understand. She put a tweet out that she got fired for. So now she's getting everybody, the whole world's talking about Roseanne. So she got to say something to apologize. Just like I told you, everyone apologizes after the But she already apologized. I'm saying now she's out blaming the tweet on a sleeping pill. And oh. I'm saying she should have just left it at the apology. No, so I'll do you one better. She even came at the co- uh, co-stars, the one that said she, she said you guys threw me under the bus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She said, I gave you guys the platform. Yeah. Right. So yeah. she's not. So we can agree that she's not taking responsibility for this in the way that she should. No, that's why I said the apology was not sincere. You see what I tweeted yesterday. I know the apology wasn't real. Like, I know she just said it just to say it. You got to say it to say it. You know what I mean? That now she started thinking about it more. And now she's like, Oh, well, let me blame it on the ambient. Then you got Jimmy Kimmel talking about mental health. Like, it's always an excuse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm not making an excuse for it. It's like I'm telling you. I see where she kind of was going with it. She said what she said. And, hey, she got to take what would come with it. You know what I'm saying? Not, we're not going to sit here and blame this on no mental health and it may ambient and all that. Like, come on, man. So let's read some of the comments on this issue about the ambient pill. The New York Times uh, has a report out. Uh, ambient response to Roseanne Barr. Racism is not a known side effect. And some of the, uh, I love the comment section on the internet. Uh, someone says on Twitter, at Drake 4 damn, even Ambient wants nothing to do with you. Hilarious. Um, another user, Natasha Lane Cot 2 says, mm, she can cry me a river. I'm not buying it. Here's an interesting tweet from Marcus D. Johnson on Twitter, at Marcus J06610. Says, oh, leave the woman alone. She has done nothing wrong. It is different when leftists make comment on the current president, Donald Trump. That is simply swept under the rug and under the carpet as a joke. Go pick on someone else. Uh, uh, Rick Gomez on Twitter at AGA Warmrick says, wait, Roseanne, I just read ambient sign effects. Nothing about making someone a closed minded conspiracy peddling racist. How much did you take? Um, I. I wasn't a fan of Roseanne, the first installment. I'd never seen Roseanne, the second installment. Uh, part of me with all of this thing was saying maybe this was maybe she was tweeting in character. But even if she was tweeting in character, that was a bridge too far. Blaming it and saying I was on sleeping pills is more than saying, oh, I was just drunk when I said that. Oh, I was just high. Because isn't it isn't it true that from the drunken heart, the sober mind speaks? Absolutely. Always. The drunken mind speaks the sober truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that, that's why I say, man, it's too late to blame it on this, blame it on that. Re- regardless if you was on Ambien or Quaaludes, whatever you want, I mean, you said it, I mean, you thought it was funny at the time, and like I said, I see where she kind of was trying to go, like at the end of the day, but she picked the wrong fucking time and the wrong situation to say it, so that's what it was. Like I'm saying, so if she had came out, if Roseanne had came out and just said, you know, Valerie Jarrett kind of looks like a monkey, you think that would have been less offensive than what she said? No, no, that would be more. That would be more offensive because she, she, she's not. She's just saying, you know, Violet, she looks like a monkey. That would be more offensive. People are like, oh my goodness, like mm. 
She called once you say monkey, regardless of what, once you use ape, monkey is always going to embed. It don't matter how you say. It. You know what I'm saying just like a uh, sports commentator one time, he was uh, trying to you know say something about Allen Iverson. When Allen Iverson was in college. He said he's a. What you said about Allen Iverson? You said. No, no, a commentator, a Bill Rafferty. No, years ago, uh, Allen Iverson, when, when he was in college. Oh, did say Allen Iverson? Yeah, one of the white commentators was uh, trying to, you know, make a, 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 a compare Allen Iverson to being fast as a monkey. He was like, he's a fast little monkey. And he got a, little, a lot of backlash from that. that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, anytime you try to compare, just like just like the shirt, like you said, coolest monkey in the jungle is never going to end good. It's always going to end bad, always. Hmm. Here's an interesting tweet from Uhuru, uh, Uhuru's uh, Empire uh, on Twitter. Uh, she said, the real Roseanne, you're lucky it's just under a bus, uh, referring to when Roseanne said her colleagues threw her under a bus. You're lucky it's just under a bus. People of color have lost their lives because of arrogance and careless people like you. You and Trump are two of a kind. You can hang out with him. He says you're a nice Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Poor guy. People pick on him, too, but he is such a wuss. Um, uh, Jonah Ray Rodriguez on Twitter at Jonah Ray says, imagine how many racist tweets Roseanne would have posted if she took Adderall. I, I think Roseanne just did the job of late night comics. I mean, they just got to go on TV now and literally just read Twitter because yeah, this so. type of defense is, is silly. And I think it, it takes away from the real conversation we should be having about uh, um, appropriate conversation in polite society. Now, listen, I am not a champion of political correctness. I don't think people should be shouted down because they don't, they have an opinion that you disagree with. I like debate. I like to sit, but I also think we can't just open the floodgates in society where you can just say whatever is on your mind. There's a difference between not being politically correct and just not being a dickhead. Yeah, that's, that's true. And not no, being absolutely. mean mean-spirited yeah i mean you listen you, you're absolutely right like i said i mean i said what i said yesterday you know if i could personally speak to roseanne then you know that's a conversation that you know i would have with the woman what would you say to her i would say first of all well, let's you know, role play it i i know a lot of our a lot of oh. our listeners a lot of our listeners <laughs> when we're on the station love the role plays let me see if i could do roseanne's voice i i i, I heard you love my show yeah, Roseanne, listen, I used to watch your show all the time. I DVR'd it. I used to wait nighttime, watch it, roll up, watch your show. I used to laugh. It was a great show. I never watched uh, your show, the first, you know, installment, but I, I like the reboot. Ah, so you one of those young kids. You ain't seen me in my prime. You like that new shit. No, 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 I'm old. I'm 41, but I just I just wasn't into the white, you know what I mean, TV shows. 41? That's a kid to me, motherfucker. Okay, well, hey, well, it is what it is. But anyway... I just wanted to let you know, as far as, you know, your tweet yesterday about Ms. Jarrett, you know, I kind of got the joke. I see where you were trying to go with it. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't think it was funny. They don't think, you know, they're calling you racist now and everything like that. But I would like to let those people know who are calling you a racist today, you know, to go back uh, when you were speaking about the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, how black men are being gunned down by the police and we're not making it up that it is real. And we were almost in tears about that. So for those same people, you know, who's calling you a racist today, uh, Miss Barr, I just want to let you know, of course, you I mean, you fucked up yesterday. Yes, you did. But, you know, I just want to let you know, I don't think you're a racist. And, you know, hopefully you, you can move on from this and, you know, do some good things with your life. Wow, that's actually a nice little statement. I was going to say something about, um, I was going to say an actually a very inappropriate joke because I, I know the barriers and boundaries of what you cannot say. So I just jumped out of character. <laughs> if, oh, wow. I had a, if I had a chance to talk to Roseanne, I would say you are old enough to know better. I would speak to her like I would have spoken to my children when I was teaching um, uh, public school. I would say you're old enough to know better. You are, are, are damn near, you know, um, you could be most of your viewers' mother, if not their grandmother, particularly the new <laughs> millennials, right? <laughs> That's a little bit of shade there. You, yeah, could, be, you could be their grandmother. You understand, or at least should understand, the historical context behind comparing Black people to monkeys. If that historical context had not been there, Roseanne, maybe the joke could fly. But you have to know that that is a hurtful, racist trope that has been propagated throughout society. And for you to be in the influential position that you're in, to continue that type of narrative is irresponsible at, at, at best. 
and downright racist at worst. Now, there's a difference, Roseanne, between saying something racist and being a racist, in my opinion. So I won't well, go as far as to call you and deem you a racist person, but I would say what you did was racially insensitive and it was racist, and it was in a racist nature, and you should know better. Well, I think we need to keep in context that, you know, she she didn't say, you know, monkey. She said planet of the apes. So that's the thing I'm saying. I'm talking about the planet that's of semantics. the apes. That's semantics. What do Basically, you mean semantics? That's just another way of saying it. Basically, she's saying this woman, Valerie Jarrett, looks like the love child of a Muslim soldier and an ape. Whether it was a planet of apes, a block of apes, a house of apes, it was returning to a species of monkey. No, 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 but you got to understand. Now, it's a difference if she said monkey because she doesn't look like a monkey. That's what I'm saying. I don't see any resemblance in that woman of a monkey. But when she said the planet of the apes, how they had the hair over and everything, like I'm trying to tell you, Flood, watch. I've seen Planet of the Apes, Ike. That defense is just not going to work with me. It's, okay. it's just. I'm not saying 100%. And she's not 100%. She, a, a slight resemblance. A I quick can't look. believe you're actually saying this. Flood, if you look quick and then look away again, look back. I'm telling you, you'll see it. Trust me. Trust me. You know, but I don't think that she was thinking of the way that the Planet of the Apes women did their hair. No, 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 no. That joke. That, no, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you remember the Planet of the Apes, the women, like, they used to have their hair. And they look kind of like a wig. Like, like, and that's how her hair looked. It looked like the same. That's what I'm saying. No, I think you're, yes. stre I think you're stretching. I just pulled up Planet of the Apes. I'm looking at the hair. I don't see any resemblance. Look at the girl uh, ones, the girl ones, the woman ones. I know, I see the hair, I see the wig, the Diana Ross looking wigs, right? Mm. <laughs> like the 1950s, 1960s do. Uh, I, I just don't see it. And again, even, even if it's true, it's just something you don't say in polite society. Even if Roseanne was playing her character, which is supposed to be an obnoxious, you know, far right conservative, and I, I get all of that, but it was mean-spirited and it was unnecessary. And, and I think Roseanne knows that it was a bad joke. I think when she tweeted that apology, she might not have met the apology, but I think she knows that it was a joke in poor taste. I, I think she understands that she should not have said that, even if she really believes it. She right. shouldn't have said it. And that's the right. difference. If she believes that, so the fuck what? People can believe whatever they want. But you can't say everything on your mind. You shouldn't, at least. Well, I mean, I'm learning that now. I mean, I've you know throughout my life, if this is on my mind, I'm going to fucking say it. That's what they, that's how you all do. But mm. you know, some people are in certain positions where you say things and they come back, but it come back and haunt you. Like you got, and you can't just say, "Well, I apologize and blame it on this." No, you got to be able to stand on what you said. Like you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and just like you said, I do under, I do think that she do understand. Like yeah, it was a you know it was a bad joke or whatever that she shouldn't have said it. Yeah, I understand that absolutely. So I think she get it now. I do think she 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 understands that. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said it. I mean, I mean, she get it. I mean, and also, you know, and again, I don't believe this to be true. But Roseanne claims uh, she didn't know Valerie Jarrett was black. She thought she was white. Yeah, that, that's what I was about to say earlier because that's a lot of thing on, on social media where. A lot of people were saying, "How can it be racist and she's white? She's how can she be racist and she's white?" I'm like, "What do you mean she's white? She's a black woman." Like, and that, that's my that's my whole. You have black people saying it. Well, how's Roseanne racist? She's saying this about a white woman. I'm like, "What are y'all talking about? Like, what are y'all like?" And that's what I couldn't understand when I'm like, "Like, she's obviously she's a black woman." Roseanne was fired by a black woman yesterday. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if the executive for ABC was white, would she be fired? But I mean, we got to discuss that as oh, well. I think I think she would. I'm glad that you brought that up. The the, the woman uh, who runs ABC, uh, uh, Channing, I'm pulling up her last name. Uh, she is a black woman. Uh, I think that certainly informed the speed in which uh, uh, Channing Dungy is her name. Uh, I think that informed the speed of which she, which she made that decision. But take a look at Starbucks. The CEO of Starbucks is a white man, and they responded to the Starbucks incident really well. They came down and bought the entire C-suite to Philadelphia. They fired the, the Holly, the store manager. They implemented training. So I think that whether the CEO had been black or white, I think it's about a conscious person being in that seat. If you're a conscious, well-meaning person in that seat of, of authority in an executive stature, you have to know when things cross the line and you have to take action on it. Well, Flood, I mean, since you got my blood boiling again, bringing up this Starbucks bullshit, I, I just want to say one thing, because Starbucks is a fraud. I just want to let everybody know, right? Yesterday, all the stores were supposed to be closed, correct, Flood? 
uh, a majority of stores. There were some stores that are franchised or owned by like hotels and uh, uh, other businesses that did not participate in that. But the majority yeah. of Starbucks stores, uh, 8,000 of them closed yesterday afternoon um, for a few hours. It's all bullshit, man. Why are you Starbucks, saying that? You can't just say that. I'm going I'm to tell you right now. The Starbucks at 42nd and Woodland did not close yesterday. They closed at 12. The workers were able to go home and go to sleep. They did not take part in any training or anything that was going on. That bullshit training yesterday is not going to solve anything, man. Yeah. It's not. Well, the, 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 the incident that you're referring to, I would look into, uh, I, I would say right now, I would say you should say alleged <laughs> that the people, because you don't want to get those people fired either. So they, that's an alleged. The people. The, the people at the Starbucks, if they didn't participate in the training and they sent those people home, if that is true. No, they didn't. They told the customers in the store, we closing at 12 and we get to go that? home. How do you know that? What you mean? I don't know. The people were telling you. don't think the people reaching out to Ike Raw, Ike Raw, I'm at Starbucks, but they ain't closed. This is some bullshit. The workers, ask them. You find workers who are anybody who know anybody who works at the Starbucks. I'm going to call the Starbucks at 42nd and Woodlands after yeah. we record this podcast, and I'm going to ask them that. Yeah, ask them. The workers, they worked to 12 yesterday, and they were allowed to go home. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll get into that. Um, but 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 I just want to go back to the the, the Roseanne thing so I can be correct. ABC Entertainment president Channing uh, Dungey, uh, she is the first African American to head programming at a major broadcast network, and uh, she is the person who is responsible for canceling her network's top rated show of 2017 2018, uh, Roseanne. Uh, why did you like the show? That's what I was wanting to get to. You watched it. You talked to me about it. What was it about this show that appealed to you other than the fact that you're a Trump supporter? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God, man. Oh, you want to know why I watched the show for real? You made me watch the show. Me? Remember when the first episode happened and you was like, uh, I think I think Trump congratulated or something like that. Yes. And he was like, yeah, President Trump congratulated. I'm like, he congratulated. I'm like, yo, the show must have been good. That's when I started watching it, remember? Mm. <laughs> That's when I started watching it. When I started watching it, because they, they was talking about real issues, real stuff. Like, they wasn't hiding from nothing. Like, I mean, they had the little, uh, the child who was wanted to identify as no gender. Like, and the mom was like, you know, you can wear this color to school. And then Roseanne had to go to the school and defend the kid one day. I mean, they had the neighbors who she thought was in the Taliban because they had all the, um, you know, uh, fertilizer, you know, in front of, in front of their house, they come to find out, you know, they wasn't, they, they were, they were here because, you know, they were almost killed. And, you mm. know, she was, they were telling Roseanne, like, no, like, you know, the, the son came to the door, he had a bulletproof vest on, like a six-year-old boy. He was like, yeah, my son got to sleep with this every night because we never know, you know, if they're going to find us and kill us. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was real. Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? But just, you know, just dealing with certain topics, you know, I like, I like people who are not afraid to, touch the hot topics and discuss it and talk about it. I don't oh, like people. Right. I don't like no comment. Not right now. No, that's too touchy. No, let's discuss it. It's life. Let's, you know what I mean? let's, let's talk about what's going on. And that's why I like the show. Like, they was dealing okay. with, with her son. You know, he was in a um, mixed uh, uh, interrelation. Interracial. Right. He had, a, he had a daughter. She was black and his wife, black wife was in the service. So you got a black wife in the service. I mean, you know, going to war and he here with his with his black daughter. You know what I mean? That was Roseanne granddaughter. It was a whole it was yeah. a lot to the, you know, I was I was looking forward to the second season. And it's unfortunate all of those well meaning good people have lost a paycheck. They've lost their job because of one person. I, I mean, I live by a philosophy that everything is temporary. You and I were on the air on the morning drive for four months. I think you and I both kind of understood that this was temporary in nature, but I understood it from a more philosophical debate that every experience I have is temporary. Things can be snatched away and given to you in the snap of a finger. For, for Roseanne to go from a celebrated star who has a top-rated show on a major network to being out of a job and being condemned by a, you know, a good portion of the nation is just fascinating to think about how things can change in an instant. But of course, it can't always be just about Roseanne. President Trump, who of course congratulated her, had to make it about himself uh, on today uh, about four hours ago, early morning, he tweeted, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Trump. He's talking to himself in third person. This may be another reason why him and Ike are a kindred spirits. Gee, he never called President Trump 
to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. Now, I'm going to ask you, Ike, when, when, when ESPN star Jamel Hill called Donald Trump a white supremacist, is that as bad as Roseanne Barr saying that Valerie Jarrett is the love child of a monkey and an ISIS soldier or Muslim Brotherhood soldier? Hell no. You know, when that story broke with Jamel, that wasn't a story at all. Like, because there's no such thing as white supremacy. I mean, oh, so there's no, I mean, God. like, come on, man. I don't, Absolutely. I don't have time for this shit. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> I need a fucking Ambien now. <laughs> <laughs> don't start tweeting shit about Ike Raw. You know what I'm talking about? I look like a fucking dog or some shit. Ike Raw, if he has sex with a Chinese woman and a fucking dog, he'll be a fucking Chinese dinner. No, get the fuck out of here, man. Anybody trying to hear that, man? Well, don't um, take no Ambien. At the top of the three o'clock hour, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she said at the podium, where was Bob Iger's apology to the White House staff for Jamel Hill calling the president and anyone associated with him a white supremacist? Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House press secretary, is saying that Disney CEO apologizing to Roseanne, but not to Trump for remarks by other ACB, uh, ABC employees is a double standard. Again, that took place at the top of the three o'clock hour on Wednesday, May 30th. I think that these people are making this story bigger. The president of the United States is such a petty person that he had to inject himself into a story where he didn't need to be. He has so much fucking drama surrounding him. You would think he'd want to stay away from anything he doesn't have to be in. And now he inserts himself into this story. I think that is, but I will say this, his, his point is not without complete merit. Uh, does an employee of ABC News deserve to be suspended or condemned because she called the president a white supremacist? She was suspended. Does the CEO of the company have to reach out because of that? No. This was different. Well, this is not the yeah. same context. Well, I think I think he said that because how Ms. Jarrett said that, you know, they, they called her first before they were going to, you know, release Roseanne, let her know and everything like that. So I'm, I'm guessing, you know, President Trump saying, well, wait a minute, I'm the 45th goddamn president of these United States of America. Unfortunately. So, yeah, let you tell it. <laughs> so if you're going to suspend Jamel Hill, so obviously you felt as though she did something wrong. So why didn't you reach out to me, the president, and say, Mr. President, that's not, you know, how we view you. So, you know, you just want to apologize. I see what you said. Fuck Donald Trump. Michael Moore at Wow. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. So you can sit here and say, fuck the president of the United States. But let Roseanne say if a Muslim has sex with a president of the, the same thing. There's nothing racist about what I just said. There was nothing racial about what I just said. It's still vulgar language. It doesn't it is matter. Vulgar. You're right. But what Ro- Roseanne didn't get in trouble for vulgar language. She got in trouble because of its racist characteristics. Because a pair, comparing black people to monkeys is 100% intolerable. She I have the right to say fuck Donald Trump as much as I have the right to say fuck any other world leader and to have a grievances with my world leader. It's not okay for me, however, to compare Donald Trump to, you know, whatever white people have been compared to in the past, to say he smells like a wet dog, that would be racist. That would be racially insensitive. That would be beyond the pale. And I no, would never really. do something like that. Not a wet dog. That's not too bad. Well, that's, that's, that's one of the things that people say about white people, is that when they get you wet, said, they, they smell like wet dogs. Yeah, but they now if you say they smell like lunch meat or bologna, <laughs> they get mad. That's the one that get them mad. That's the one to get him. Let me read this. <laughs> Michael Moore, filmmaker Michael Moore on Twitter, at M.M. Flint. He says, hey, real Donald Trump, the reason you haven't gotten the call from Bob Iger at ABC is because your line's been busy for three hours. Putin, uh, uh, Russian uh, uh, Vladimir Putin, has given you enough assignments to do today, and you've given him enough state secrets for Wednesday. Hang up on Putin so ABC can get through. Of course, that's just tongue-in-cheek. Uh, again, the story now is beginning to morph into something more. Uh, the right, or at least Donald Trump, is trying to make this now about him not getting a call from an ABC executive because Jamel Hill of ESPN called him a white supremacist. That was her opinion. Now, people can say, well, that was Roseanne's opinion. She said that Fowler Jarrett looked like this. But I, th- that's not a double standard. In fact, to me, it's a false equivalence. No, I agree. It's definitely false equivalence because, like I said, I mean, what Jamel Hill said, really, I mean, that's just a I, – I, come on, man. I'm like, come on, man. People just say anything now, man. Like, this, <laughs> this, we, we live in an age of you got Twitter, 
You got uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can post stuff, say stuff. And, I mean, you don't have to be sincere about it. Like, you got people yesterday. Oh, I get wrong. I, I know you're mad because Roseanne got fired. What? What mm. are you talking about? Why the hell would I be mad because Roseanne got People really think they, because they follow you on social media or they hear you say something on social media, they just think, oh, that's who, that's you. That's you. Like, come on, man. People are crazy, man. That's what they think of Roseanne. That's what they think of other people, man. Like, social media, Roseanne, what you did, you tweeted yesterday. Maybe you shouldn't have tweeted that. Hey, at the end of the day, she did it. She apologized, which I said yesterday. The apology was bullshit. I know she wasn't <laughs> sincere. People always come out apologize after the fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you said it, say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would have respected her more if she said, well, hey, you know what I mean, she does look like one of the planet. I mean, if she would have said, hey, you know what I mean? I said what I said, but maybe I, I shouldn't have said it. But, hey, like, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, let me just go back to social media for one more time. At Jenny Lodive on Twitter, Jenny Diver, at Jenny Lodive, says if Bob Iger made a sincere criticism of Donald Trump and stands by his comments, there would be no reason for him to apologize. I don't think this user understands what Donald Trump is talking about. But the last part is, is some merit to it. Clearly, he doesn't feel the need to do so. FYI, criticism and a derogatory racist insult are not the same thing. So that's, that's the false equivalence we were talking about. Uh, MySpace Odyssey on Twitter at MySpace Odyssey says Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, President Donald J. Trump should apologize for the horrible statements made and said about the media. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, Real Donald Trump says he's waiting for Robert Iger to call him and apologize about the many vicious things said about him. Just the slurping of Bob... <laughs> Whoa, whoa, this whoa, is this whoa. is then this person says nothing, just a slurping of Bob Iger licking Obama's butt. Uh, and so now these people, uh, this goes down to the part of the internet that I try to stay away from. They're calling Bob Iger a lip tart, someone who's a liberal butt kisser of the elitist left. Um, oh my goodness, someone just tweeting on Twitter, Bob Iger does not care about orange people <laughs> with the clip. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Come on, Bob. <laughs> but just to be clear, you don't think that that the the CEO of ABC Disney needs to reach out to Donald Trump? That you don't think that's necessary? Fuck no! Come on, man. For okay. what? All right, fair enough. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sick. Like, come on, man. I don't even think Jamal should have been suspended. Like, I don't like. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't say, oh, he's a racist. He like people were that, that that's that's the cold word for racist. They call you white supremacist instead of them just saying, oh, you're racist. It's all oh, you white supremacist because I don't know, maybe it sound more. But I also more, think that there's some qualitative things that Donald Trump has said, done, and sympathized with that a reasonable person looking at the facts objectively could fairly assume that Donald Trump is a white supremacist, or at the very least sympathizes with white supremacists. I go through the same thing as Donald Trump, man. I think you are the company you keep. If you have a bunch of fucking ISIS soldiers celebrating the election of a particular person, you have to wonder, what is it about this person that monstrous murderers would celebrate for? So when I look at Donald Trump and I saw the KKK being so happy he was elected, when I saw David Duke of the KKK endorsing Donald Trump, who Donald Trump later did disavow, it makes me wonder, what do they see in this man that excites them? That's a fair question. It's just like, it's just like the people that love Ike Raw or said he love Ike Raw. Like I'm saying, sometimes I might say something like today. They'll listen back to this and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like you know what I'm saying, but then you have people saying, "Yo, I love Ike Rawls." You got people say, "I hate Ike Rawls." You got people who hate me, or look at the people who say they love me. And say, "What the fuck do you love him for? What do you see in him?" It's the same thing, right? Well, I, but that's about everybody. I'm sure people say that, but Donald Trump is a, a unique, a unique figure in American culture right now. The KKK is not celebrating you. The people who are celebrating they have. you, they have. No, the people KKK is not celebrating Ike Rawls. You don't know that. They have. See, this was going on last year, Flat. Uh, uh, it was a whole big thing about that. Uh, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> but that's I, what I'm saying. Like, I had nothing to do with that, but people was trying to... We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about well, it later. I, mean, I, could, I think one of the reasons why is you don't, you don't play the oppression Olympics. You don't 
um, you know, uh, let black people get away with just saying anything about white people and anything about oppression and anything about victimization. You don't feel like you're oppressed. You have some conservative values, as do I. Um, I have some liberal values. I have some conservative values overall. I'm a, old, I'm a pretty old fashioned guy. Um, but, you know, so I can see why some conservatives may identify with you. But the Ku Klux Klan, I don't know of anything that you have said that would identify with the Ku Klux Klan other than why aren't black people, why do you don't perceive that black people protest the killings of black people in their neighborhoods the way they do police? Flood, that's I was a, just as surprised a, as you were. That's a right talking point. I, I was just as surprised as you were, trust me. You were? Yeah, absolutely. Did you, did you disavow the KKK? No, I mean, I just, I Never mean. They... You're about to get yourself into some trouble. Let's just, <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> Uh, so wrapping up, what do you think should happen to Roseanne? Should she, I mean, like her next steps? Should she shut her Twitter down first of all and just stop talking? No, no, keep tweeting. No, no. We Where should she go? I mean, I, I want to pull her Twitter feed up. She got, talking. Well, I mean, I heard talks yesterday that you know, T is possibly about to go out of business. So what better place to bring the Roseanne show to BET? Bring it to BET. Oh, uh, let the show be there because, you know, they play reruns as well. They play it on, you know, Saturday, Sunday. You know, a lot of Martin and be on BET, Living Single, stuff like that. So bring Roseanne to BET, Black Entertainment Television, and let her rock out. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I'm on Roseanne's uh, Twitter page uh, at the things that she's tweeting. Um, uh, so I, I guess I'll give some of the people on her Twitter feed a little shout out, too, just to be fair. Uh, just to see what they're saying. Uh, at Legendary Energy writes, the mainstream media has tried to destroy the reputation of Roseanne, Donald Trump, and Elon Musk. Why? They are much worse themselves. And getting better, their strategy is to, de to destroy everyone who questions them. Um, so someone is supporting Razar. Uh, this person is Comic Genius 2, at Comic Genius 2. Uh, saying, you were a threat, speaking to Roseanne, you were a threat, and of course you are not a racist. However, if you watch CNN for your news and information, you might be persuaded. Otherwise, you made a dumb tweet, and that's what they were waiting for. Don't let them define who you are. Keep fighting. We know you. Uh, at Rep. Stephen Smith says, Valerie Jarrett managed housing complexes where Black Americans lived, that has sewage backing up into kitchen sinks, mice in the halls, and collapsed roof. Obama was her protector and benefactor, while the federal government occasionally stepped in to shut them down crooks. So, I mean, when you oh. start tweeting stuff like that, it makes your apology kind of look null and void. Because you say, all right, I made a dumb joke. It was nothing personal. I have nothing against her. And now you're, t you're retweeting people who are attacking President Obama and Valerie Jarrett. Uh, one hour ago at three, at the top of the three o'clock hour on Wednesday, May 30th, when many of you are listening to this, Roseanne tweeted, make me feel like fighting back. I will examine all of my options carefully and get back to you. What does that mean to you? That means Roseanne is about to do some crazy shit. I mean, this is 2018, man. I knew she wasn't going down without fight. She can't just walk away from this. It's too much publicity. It's too much to gain from this. She can put, she can actually benefit from this flood. And you know that. Mm. Oh, no, I think that there's a lot of conservative outlets. I, I know that there's already one out there that's looking at it uh, who are saying, well, look, you know, I, I'll put this show on syndication or, you know, put the money because right. uh, I know there'll be some viewers. Yeah, I'm going to be a viewer. I'll... You you'll still watch Roseanne? You're fucking right. You're not boycotting? No! <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what was so funny yesterday? Seeing the white people say they're going to boycott ABC. Oh, my God. I didn't even know white people boycotted, man. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> white people. I was a, who was it? White people were destroying their coffee makers after Kruger. I don't know if you saw oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Man, I ain't get side on white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, white people can't get you hyped. Like, for, like, come on, let's go to the streets. Or something. Like, I don't know. Like, that, that little Charlottesville shit, that was some bullshit. But that wasn't like, you I mean, no, that was some other shit. Uh, somebody on Twitter, at Magdalene2, says canceling Roseanne was overkill and purely political. Double standards all over your network day and night. Do you think it was overkill to take the network and the reruns off the show? Yeah, I think it was. Like, I mean, because right now she wasn't, the new shows wasn't on, the reruns was on right now. These crooked motherfuckers even took the rerun off last night. That joint didn't even come on. <laughs> 
mm. was supposed to come on last night. The one last night didn't even come on. But mm. no, I think, I mean, I think at the end of the day, man, like, you, you got to understand that you, they've been getting backlash from this show from episode one because yeah. she's playing, she supports Trump in real life. She's playing a Trump supporter on TV. I mean, her, her sister came on when she came back. She had the pussy hat on. I mean, it was all kind of stuff going on in that show, man. So, you know, they were getting a lot of, you know, uh, feedback, negative feedback from a lot of people, and especially um, from Blackish and another show that they was talking about. Uh, they had them in the episode one time. And, John, uh, you know, uh, Roseanne's husband was like, you know, they, they uh, supposedly slept for like, you know, throughout the night. And they woke up and said, hey, honey, we missed the shows that we watched. You know, Blackish. And I forgot the other one. And, you know, they said, Roseanne said to him, they're just like us. There, you've seen it. Basically just saying, like, you know, you be nice to your neighbor. You know, everybody love you, this and that. Like, a good old American family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know I don't know where they was going with that. I'm like, what the, like, I didn't even see what they was trying to say negative about that. But, I mean, people just saying all kind of shit, man. Mm. Uh, I want to read this a tweet again. This is one that's been quoted a lot in the publications. Roseanne tweeted at about 2 o'clock on Wednesday. I'm not a racist. I never was. I never will be. One stupid joke in a lifetime of fighting for civil rights for all minorities against network studios at the expense of my nervous system will never be taken away from me. Uh, that's kind of what you were saying, that this right. is a woman who's had a history of standing up and speaking out for people and, and now this, this joke. But that shows that, I mean, and I don't want to get too far off base, but that's kind of like that now when the society, you make a mistake, you say something inappropriate to a young lady like Morgan Freeman did, you can lose your entire career. This should be a warning to younger people and even older people. Here we go. I haven't said this in a while. You need a friend to tell you when to shut the fuck up. Everything <laughs> does not have to be said. Yeah. Yeah. Every Thought joke doesn't have to be typed. Yeah. I mean, hey. I mean, like, sometimes I think about stuff and I don't, I'm, believe it or not, it's some stuff that I want to say I don't say. I don't, I don't tweet or, you know, post because I know uh, maybe this is not the appropriate time. You know, believe it or not, there are some times where I might don't hit send because mm. I don't want the feedback, the negative feedback or the positive feedback that's going to lead it to the negative feedback. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm-hmm. There's all kind of ways to look at it. Like, but sometimes, no, I go off the cuff, boom, hit send, and it's out there. Hit post, is out there. And you just like, think about the consequences later if there are any. No, I don't think about shit. It's like, fuck it, I did it. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, who going to do what? Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, we last thoughts on this issue. Um, Roseanne Barr being fired by ABC for a tweet comparing Valerie Jarrett, a former aide to President Barack Obama, saying that she looks like the child between the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and she will say something like that during the month of Ramadan. Mm. This is crazy, man. But, you know, like I said, hopefully, I mean, she's, she's learned from this. You know, I, I, I didn't believe her apology. I know she wasn't sincere <clears throat> about apologizing. I really didn't give a fuck mm. because, you know, they always apologize after the fact. So if you were really sincere, you wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I look at life. You know what I'm saying? You, you never, you, when you, if you have to go back and apologize for something, then maybe you should, you shouldn't have never done it. And then if you're saying you shouldn't have done it, why didn't you, why didn't you not do it? Mm. So, so you gotta understand, you thought it was going to be funny. You, you mean your Twitter, fo- your Twitter fo- laugh, you wanted to get, I don't know, you know, what a reason it was, but she did it. So once you do it, you know, you got to take what come back with that. Don't put, don't put out a half-ass apology. Then, you know, once you think about it more, Oh, no, 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 I got to fight. Because, you know, that's what we do, Flood. Once you hit sin, it goes out there. Somebody yeah. might share it. Somebody yeah. might screenshot it. And they you know, take a screenshot. It. Some people take a screenshot instantly, especially right. if it's a controversial tweet or a controversial right. post. And you go back and delete it, but they already got a screenshot. It just like hers. You know I mean, she deleted it, but, you know, people already got it. It's already out there. So if you're going to post something, just like uh, my good friend, well, not my good friend, but Herm Edwards from, well, he used to be ESPN. Now he's the coach of the Arizona State football team. Before you hit sin, make sure that you are going to be able to stand on what you're sending out or whatever. Mm. But what he just says, basically what he says, don't hit sin. That's all he says. Yeah. Don't, don't hit sin. So hopefully Roseanne learned from this. She can move on and, you know, continue to help people. Because like I said, I don't believe she's a racist. I know that Roseanne has been doing stuff for not only black people, you know, Puerto Rican, you mean, whatever. I mean, she's there to help. Well, 
I'm not saying she there, but she used to be, you know, just like she said, helping people so a lot. You so. were like her shot, her, uh, her crisis manager, her PR person. How would you turn the tide right now <laughs> and change the narrative and get people to, to see Roseanne in another light? How would you respond to this controversy? Again, the first thing I would do is say, you got to get off Twitter for a minute. You have to stop retweeting people because you're making my job harder to defend. But what would you do? I would tell Roseanne that I would put her in contact with the leaders of Black Lives Matter PA chapter. Oh, That's the first on. step. All right. All right. And once she All get right. with them, she could get up and make a statement and they will stand with her and they call on the ancestors and let everybody know that Roseanne is not a racist and she does do work in the community. All right, Aggie Raw. I'm not. <laughs> anyway, Valerie Jarrett has responded. She says, I think we have to turn this into a teaching moment. She's fine. She said these things and responded on Tuesday night at an MSNBC town hall that was taped in Philadelphia. I actually sat right behind Valerie Jarrett. The interesting thing was I could barely hear anything she was saying because she was mic'd. She wasn't actually speaking loud to project. She was, so I had to wait and see all the media that was produced to, to hear what she said. But she said, I'm worried about all the people out there who don't have a circle of friends and followers who come right to their defense. The person who's walking down the street, mind their own business, and they see somebody cling to their purse or run across the street. Or every black parent I know who has a boy who has to sit down and have a conversation to talk, as we call it. And as you say, those ordinary examples of racism that happen every day. So Valerie Jarrett has responded to that on Tuesday. She doesn't seem to hold any ill willings. It, it, Valerie Jarrett took the high road. Uh, it would have been nice if Roseanne had done the same. What's theirs? Wishful thinking. Aki uh, Raw, tell people where they can find you online and how they can hear more from you. Okay, uh, Raw Talk with Aki is the podcast. Uh, subscribe to Anchor. Uh, you just search uh, Raw Talk with Aki Raw. You can favorite the podcast. You know, leave a message, leave whatever you want to do. You know, the episodes will be there. Twitter at Aki Raw one nine seven seven. Facebook, Instagram, North Philly Aki Raw. Uh, most Monday nights, me and Neff. Ike Raw TV with Neff, uh, 9 o'clock, find us. You can check us out. You know, man, we'll be around, man, at that point in time. So I thank you for having me again on the uh, Drummer for Justice podcast. Oh, man, it's always fun. <laughs> of course, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Flood the Drummer. You can follow me on Anchor at anchor.fm slash Flood the Drummer and favorite the station. Uh, you can subscribe to the Drumming for Justice podcast on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and wherever else podcasts are available. Leave five star and a review. It will be greatly appreciated. For Ike Raw, I'm Flood the Drummer. And until next time, I'm Drumming for Justice. <laughs>